118 to 117. The Philadelphia 76ers just barely edged one out over the Utah Jazz on the road. Koi Kim Schleyer from Philly Sports Sock and recap this game for you and let you know everything you need to know. Let's get into it. So one of the later podcasts I've done this year, figured I'd get this out. I watched the 76 game and thought, yeah, maybe there's some late night fans up that just want to hear about the game a little bit more. Uh, the Sixers, this, is, this was a big win. I mean, it's, it's classic 76er form. Go up by 17 points in the first quarter, go into halftime with a 10-point lead, and just have the lead keep diminishing from there. I mean, <laughs> this happens like every game, it feels like. Um, and you can just sense the momentum, just always the switching, and just the jazz. They just got right back into the game, and they even had a, le- a lead in the last minute. Uh, thanks to a tip-in and a nice bucket. But the 76ers, 76ers got a couple clutch baskets in that final minute, including that Joel Embiid uh, two-pointer fadeaway from James Harden on the assist. So, And the 76ers just played great defense on that final possession. The Jazz could not find anything near an open shot. So they did everything they had to do in that final minute. James Harden, where do I begin with James Harden? What a clutch game from him, especially in that fourth quarter. He was going nuts. It felt like he couldn't miss. He ended with 31 points. He shot 11-19 from the field, including 4-10 from three, um, 11 assists too, and as I mentioned, the game-winning assist to Joel Embiid. This was this is like MVP Harden that we watched in the, in the clutch tonight. Uh, it was amazing. I'm so glad to see him playing like this. It really is a treat to watch. And beat again, as I mentioned, he hit that game-winner basket, and not obviously at the buzzer, but to take a one-point lead, he finished with 30 points in this one shot, 9 of 18 from the field. A couple of nice blocks from him as well. Seven total rebounds, 10 of 13 from the free throw line. So pretty good numbers for him too. Tyrese Maxey, he finished with 21 points, saw 7 of 20 shooting. It's not the best shooting night for him. He was good from beyond the arc, though, 5 of 11 from three. Uh, just looked like he was trying to force some shots up, especially near the rim. But uh, his speed definitely played a factor in the Jazz having to play a little bit more defensively, defensive-minded. D'Anthony Melton, he had a clutch bucket late, um, but he was only 2 of 7 from the field, finished with 6 points. P.J. Tucker, 5 points, another P.J. Tucker gained just 2 shots attempted. But he plays defense, and that's what we kind of knew when we went out and got him. Uh, so it's all good. The bench was a little cold in this one, um, except for Shake Milton. Shake Milton had a great game. There was only three other players that got in, Thibault, George Nian, and Montrez Harrell. And uh, Thibault, Harrell, and Nian only combined for three field goals made and eight points. But um, George Nian, an off night for him, he didn't make any shots. He was 0 for 3 from beyond the arc. We usually see him knock down a couple of those. Uh, Montrez Harrell, he was 2 of 5 from the field with six points. Matias Thibault, he was 1 of 3 from the field with a couple points. But Shake Milton... What a great game off the bench. He's turning into be one of the better bench players in the league, honestly. 7-12 from the field with 17 points. 3-5 and 3. A couple big big baskets late uh, also. So, I'm pleased with this victory by the 76ers. It wasn't easy. And, you know, the first one on a West Coast road trip is never going to be easy, especially against, you know, a decent team. The Jazz, they're 14-8 at home on the year. So, um, you know, not the worst thing in the world. Uh, let's go to a quick commercial break before we get into the Jazz for a minute. I feel like every single game, the, the other team, the opposing team just has a player that just has like their career night. Um, I mean, seriously, Jordan Clarkson, what a night from him. And Taylor Horn and Tucker, too, he had his season high. It's just always like these random players, I feel like, that just 
do have these nuts nuts gains like Jordan Clarkson this one 38 points off 16 of 29 shooting he just he really couldn't miss he was the guy that took that final shot though and missed I mean I don't know what he was supposed to do with two guys on him including Joel Embiid he just had to throw that ball up and say a prayer he was also just 3 of 12 from 3 and still ended with 38 points and a good shooting percentage um, and he had nine rebounds and five assists it's a great night for him offensively Taylor Horton Tucker he was on the bench too but I'll talk about him for a minute he had 20 points Eight or eight attempt from the free throw line, five attempt from the field. A couple bench players for the for the uh, Jazz that had very good plus minuses: Nikhil Alexander Walker and Taylor Horton Tucker. They were part of that big couple big runs to get the Jazz back in the game. Alexander Walker's was plus fourteen. Horton Tucker's was plus eleven. Uh, Jazz, you know, this is a decent team. They start off hot, but obviously we knew that they would return back to down to earth a little bit, just considering that they're not, you know. They don't have much firepower anymore. Um, other than that, Walker Kessler, uh, one of their young centers, he had 15 points and he was perfect from the field with a 7-7 seven seven night. So, a good night for him. And uh, Mike Conley, he was 3-9 for the field with just 14 points. Jared Vanderbilt, 8 points, all 4-9 from the field. And uh, Malik Beasley, uh, 9 points from 3-14 from the field. So, really it was just Jordan Clarkson and uh, Taylor Horton Tucker that um, carried their team in this one. But uh, yeah, so again, just a gutsy win. Um, both teams shot the ball kind of around the same. 76 shot around 45%. Uh, Jazz, were, Jazz were actually closer to 48%. Um, but 30% from, th- from three for the Jazz, while the 76ers were 43.6%. So that was the difference with 17 total three-pointers made for the Sixers, just 12 for the Jazz. Uh, so that's, that's what you like to see, and that's, that's kind of what I've been talking about recently. Um, this 76ers team, I've been saying that I believe that they, this this is one of our better chances since we had the team with Jimmy Butler and all them, just because, you know, I, I still don't really care for Doc Rivers, and the offense still looks really bad at points, but um, this team can at least shoot the three ball better, I feel like, than other past teams we have can, so when we play some positionless basketball, I feel like it's a little bit easier to knock down the three ball. I, these guys on the bench, you know, the Cork he can, when he's streaky, Shake Milton, uh, George and Yang, obviously, Melton can knock it down, Maxi, Harden, and beat it occasionally, and uh, P.J. Tucker, when he does shoot, it's usually a three ball, so um, that, that's why I think we actually have a solid chance uh, to make it somewhere this year, I really hope we do, but uh, there's still a long ways away. 76 are right back at it tomorrow night against the Los Angeles Lakers, it'll be at 9.30 p.m. I'll give you an update on the Philly Sports Talk Instagram page, which is philly.sports.talk underscore no capitals. Um, for updates on podcasts. And everyone, go give a follow to our new sponsor, Sixers Port on Instagram. That is S-I-X-E-R-S-P-O-R-T. One of the best content creators out there. 76 with this win, they go into the 4 seed with a 26-16 and 16 record. They're tied with the Cavaliers with a 27-17 record. Um, so hopefully they can keep it going against the Lakers tomorrow night. And again, I'll keep you guys updated. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Peace.